Welcome to Guitar Books, the podcast. My name is Joe McMurray. I'm a professional musician. I'm a lifelong learner of music. I believe in learning from multiple different sources simultaneously, um, possibly private one-on-one -on -one lessons with a teacher, internet resources like YouTube videos, books, uh, listening to records, that sort of thing. So I think there's value in each of these resources. I happen to love learning from books, especially when I don't have a teacher. So today I'm going to be talking about The New Art of Ragtime Guitar by Richard Saslow. This is the second edition. Before I get into that book, I do want to tell you about my own book. It's called Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. It's available at the link below in the show notes or show description. Um, in this book, I show you how to take one very simple melody and arrange it in hundreds of different ways. Once you do this, you will be able to arrange any melody, hopefully, in many different ways, in different sub-styles of fingerstyle guitar. You can make a beautiful flowing arrangement, or a country blues arrangement, or a modern percussive arrangement, or a jazzy arrangement with walking bass. Also, if you haven't heard my music, please check out Riding the Wave or Acoustic Oasis. Uh, they are available on all of the streaming services or on YouTube. And also, my new album, Pins on the Map, is about to come out. I'm really excited to share it with you. I think it's my best fingerstyle guitar work so far. Alright, so back to The New Art of Ragtime Guitar by Richard Saslow. This is a fun, well-graduated repertoire and analysis book for learning how to play the finger-picking guitar style known as ragtime guitar. Ragtime guitar stems from ragtime piano, which was a popular piano style in the late 1800s, early 1900s. It was a precursor to jazz. It was not swung like jazz is, typically. It featured a stride left hand, and we approximate that by playing an alternating bass with our thumb. You've probably heard ragtime piano on player pianos. One of the famous uh, composers was Scott Joplin. He wrote pieces like The Maple Leaf Rag and The Entertainer. The Entertainer goes something like, you've probably heard it, so you've probably heard it at some point. So back to this book. This book is aimed at intermediate and advanced fingerstyle players, although if you are a late beginner, you can definitely get into the first couple pieces of this, at least. But basically, you need to be able to play an alternating bass line. Travis style is another term for it. You need to be able to play an alternating bass line with an independent melody on top. So if you're a singer and you can play an alternating bass line, a Travis style pattern, but you haven't ever put melodies on top, this isn't the best place to start. You may want to start with something like Alfred's beginning finger style, or the Hal Leonard fingerstyle guitar method, or especially for Travis picking alternating bass type stuff, Mel Bay's The Complete Chet Atkins Guitar Method. Those are better places to start from step one. But this book, it teaches ragtime guitar through studies of eight tunes of increasing difficulty. Each tune is broken down into sections with around six measures on one page, and the facing page has a detailed analysis that helps you learn how to actually play this. And lastly, the full condensed tunes 
are in the back of the book, which is really convenient. They're usually two pages long, so you don't have any page turns. Out of the author's eight original tunes, seven are standard-sounding ragtime tunes, and one is a blues. Among the ragtime tunes, there's a bit of variation in feel from upbeat and happy to bluesy and minor to jazzy. There are also several key signatures and some unique harmonizations. All of the ragtime tunes utilize an alternating bass line as well as some short segments of walking bass lines. The blues tune mainly uses a monotonic bass typical of Texas blues finger picking, um, something like you'd hear Lightning Hopkins playing. So as I mentioned, this is not a method book for learning the basics of finger style guitar in a logical progression from your first notes through to mastery. Check out the books I mentioned earlier if you are just getting started with finger style. However, there are about 20 pages of introductory text discussing equipment, notation, and the ragtime style in general, and then technique. Definitely some useful information here, especially for novice players. However, if you get started reading, maybe read the first, the introduction and the information about equipment and the ragtime style, but don't get too caught up just reading through the technical information uh, at the beginning. I would recommend jumping into the tunes, and the tunes will refer you back to the introduction with some detailed breakdowns of some of the techniques, so you can go through it then, and it'll make more sense in the context of the tune that you're working on. Where this book really excels is in its presentation of the music and its corresponding analysis. As I mentioned before, on each, for each tune, you'll see six measures of music on one side. On the facing page, you'll have the detailed analysis. In this analysis, there's a lot of information about fingerings, how to play certain passages properly so that you can play them ultimately smoothly with good tone, uh, using techniques like anchor fingers, guide fingers, um, just using potentially fingerings you wouldn't have thought of. So the analysis is really helpful. So what I usually do is I'll go through the, I'll just play through the six measures and then I'll read through the detailed analysis very carefully and I'll mark in the music fingerings and that sort of thing. And then I'll actually go back to the back of the book and mark it into the full pieces, the condensed versions. And then I'll really work on those six measures with the information from the analysis. And then once I've gone through everything for piece, I'll go and I'll usually just play it from the condensed version at the back with my notes that I've, I've written back there. So make sure you really spend some time with the analysis. It's what makes this book worth, its, worth the money. Otherwise, you just have eight tunes, which are they're fun tunes, especially if you're into ragtime guitar but the analysis is very helpful for getting these tunes down. So four points to summarize everything I've been talking about. One, this book contains authentic sounding fingerstyle ragtime tunes. Two, the book has good difficulty graduation with tunes going from fairly easy, if you're an intermediate player, through to more difficult pieces. Three, you'll spend much more time playing music than analyzing music theory. I know that's important to some people. Four, the online recordings are available for each tune, which is really helpful if you want to hear how the tune is supposed to go, which I highly recommend doing. So to wrap things up, the book doesn't get into any modern percussive techniques like 
Uh, you would hear players like Michael Hedges or Don Ross, Andy McKee, or Mike Dawes using. You're not going to be doing thumb slaps, no body percussion, no Eddie Van Halen style tapping. Also, I recommend using an acoustic steel string guitar rather than a classical guitar because there are multiple tunes that utilize the fretting hand thumb over the top of the guitar neck to fret like an F sharp in the bass or an F in the bass. Um, so yeah, this is a really fun book. If you're interested in ragtime music, and specifically ragtime guitar, definitely check this out. It's a good place to get started with the style, and if you like these tunes, you can always learn how to play the really famous tunes like the Entertainer or the Maple Leaf Rag. So now I'm going to grab my guitar and I'm going to play through several of the tunes so you get an idea of what they sound like and some of the variation. Okay, so the first tune I'm going to play is called The Ragtime Ramble. This is an original tune by Richard Saslow. All of the tunes in the book are originals of his. This one is the first tune in the book, so it's the easiest. It's a great place to start. It's happy and fun. So here we go. second tune in the book is called Dada Lada, another original from Richard Saslow. This one is a little bit more bluesy and it's got a minor bridge to mix things up. It's an A-A-B-A -A -A form, so I'll go ahead and play through it for you. tune. It's 
got that minor bridge to make it give it some variation so it doesn't feel like it's just repeating itself. So I'm going to play... Alright, this last tune is called Rag Pickin'. It's jazzy sounding. It gets away from the keys of C and G. We're going to be playing in E this time. So here we go. interested in ragtime guitar. If you've been into the blues, maybe this is a fun side venture, because it is definitely related historically. Um, so yeah, so before I let you go, I just want to tell you a little bit more about my own book, Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this book takes a simple melody and shows you how to arrange it in hundreds of different ways starting out with adding a simple bass line underneath, and then going on to adding inner harmony, adding arpeggiation, adding uh, an alternating bass line underneath, getting into independent bass lines, utilizing or playing the melody in the bass, utilizing natural and artificial harmonics, harmonizing the melody in thirds and sixths and tenths, and then I show you how to transpose it to different keys because Every melody sits a little bit differently on the guitar, so maybe the first key that you try isn't the best key, the optimal key for that tune on the guitar. So after I show you how to transpose it and we look at a couple different keys, we start looking at alternate tunings, which can really help, especially giving you access to different bass notes. Also, I go into a lot of depth talking about reharmonization. It's one of my favorite topics. Um, without any lyrics, when you're not singing, if you just play the same verse over and over again, it sounds, it can get boring for the listener, so you need to add some variation. And obviously you can add melodic variation, um, but reharmonizing is a really great way to add interest. So basically you're putting different chords underneath the melody. So I have two chapters discussing reharmonization, and it's really fun to get into. And finally, I take a look at a more advanced melody so that you can kind of start to see how you would utilize all of these arranging techniques with a faster moving melody that doesn't follow the same rules. So 
please check that out. It's available for purchase at the link below in the show notes um, or the description. Also, if you, have, if you haven't checked out my music, please check out Riding the Wave or Acoustic Oasis. They are available on all of the streaming services. Also, my new album, Pins on the Map, is about to be released. It's going to be released as a series of singles, uh, followed by the full album. Um, it should all be out this fall. So please check that out. I definitely think it's my best work yet, and I'm excited to share it with you. So with that, uh, make sure to like and subscribe to this video, or subscribe to the podcast if you're listening as a podcast. Uh, definitely helps with the algorithm. So yeah, I'll see you in the next video. Thanks.